0: Hey, it's Greg Otten here with MaritimeGardening.com, coming at you from a beautiful, sunny November, late November morning. It's November 30th as I sit here and record this right now. Um, Today we're going to talk about uh, the value, the true value that exists in your garden. Uh, We're going to talk a little uh, finances today, and I'm going to focus on the growing of garlic as an example of this. Um, So uh, stay with me here, and uh, let's see how it all goes. So, I had a conversation with a friend of mine, Uh, this was a number of months ago, and I've been planning to do this episode for quite a while. We were talking about growing garlic, and of course I save garlic every year, and I plant the garlic I've saved. And I was talking to this uh, friend of mine, and he said, oh no, I don't bother doing that, I just buy them every year. I mean, your garden, you know, and that's just pointless. Your Your garden costs more money than you ever get out of it anyway. And the funny thing is, this guy is a, a fairly uh, experienced, high-level, analytical economist. Uh, so this is a person who looks at money and returns on investment and things like that all the time. And I was just floored, because just in my mind, I'd never actually sat down and done any spreadsheets or anything like that, but just in, in my mind, I thought, well, well, I bought uh, you know, 20 bucks worth of garlic about four or five years ago, and uh, that amounted to about eight heads of garlic, and now I'm growing like 100 heads a year or more, <laughs> based on, you know, for just from that, that, uh, that initial uh, layout of money, um, by saving a little bit more every year. So I thought I would try to tease out the true value of that using, a, I've got some experience with spreadsheets, so I thought I'd do some math and just try to tease that out. But the broader topic is just this idea uh, and I think when I talk to most people, the perspective is that the garden is a hobby or a pastime, like flying remote control planes or sailing a sailboat. Um, both of those hobbies that I just listed there cost more than you get out. If you fly remote control planes, you don't make any money doing it. Uh, it just costs money and it's enjoyable, sure. Uh, If you're a stamp collector, you may or may not, uh, you know, your stamps may or may not accrue in value, but uh, you probably spend more than you get back out of it. And and most pastimes sort of work that way. They absorb money. They don't really uh, give you a return. I think gardening is very unique among, if you want to call it a pastime, I really don't. I think it's more, human beings have been gardening for something like 10,000 years, depends on how you do the history, Um, doing some form of horticulture, some form of relationship with the environment And purposeful sort of relationship with the environment, with the outcome of being the production, uh, the outcome being the production of food, that's not a pastime, right? That's more like a direct uh, survival activity, or at the very least a direct subsistence activity. And that's how I sort of view it. I I enjoy it. I, I get all of the enjoyment out of my gardening that many people get out of pastimes, but At the same time, I get food out of my pastime, right? And that food saves me money in the grocery store. And every year when I'm working on my garden, I I have a loose idea in my mind of uh, a return on investment point of view. So, whenever, whatever I'm doing, I try to think, how much is this costing, and am I gonna get more out of it than I put in? Even when I put my fence in, my fence cost about 200 bucks, I still said, well, I'm gonna get well over $200 out of my garden this summer in terms of produce value. Um, so uh, that's, you know, it's a, it's a one-season return on investment. Any sort of financial decision, you you know, a really good one, or a really good one is a one-year return on investment, a reasonable one is a five-year return on investment, even 10 years is good. I mean, that's basically around a 7% uh, rate of return. Uh, that is to say, uh, at 7%, uh, $100 after 10 years will be about $200. Uh, I've found that most of the investments I've placed in my garden have been at least one-year returns on in investments, sometimes even better than that. If you, uh, we, I did that, ex- uh, that podcast, if you, if you look back. Um, I probably did it around uh, March or April of this year. Um, uh, I was trying to explain that uh, you, you get a pack of seeds You get a 100 seeds You get a, an entire growing season's worth of kale, for instance So if you're spending 3 bucks a week or $4 a week on kale And you get um, I'm still harvesting kale out of my garden It's the end of November So that's uh, November, October, September, August July, at least those five months, I, I think I even had some kale in June. So, but let's just say five months instead of six. Uh, six months, or five months, and I'm I'm, saving, and I'm eating way more kale than normal, so I'm probably eating about $12 of a kale a week. So that's five times four times 12 or something. It's a lot of money. It's way more than the $2 <laughs> that the pack of seeds cost, right? I mean, the first week I harvested kale, I recovered the cost of the seeds. Uh, and then there's the other argument. They'll say, "Well, yeah, but there's your time, the value of your time." And uh, I always find that statement kind of odd because uh, if you're a high-priced lawyer or consultant, and literally you're making like every moment of your time could be billable. Any moment of your day, you could be working and making $250 an hour, something ridiculous like that. Right? If you're that, you have that sort of Situation in your life where you you can always get work whenever you want work, and it's the sort of work that you can do anytime Then yes um, The garden is costing you the time value of your money But (laughs) if you're like most people and you have a nine-to-five job, and that's about all the time you want to spend On a given day uh, doing something for someone else and after that it's your time and you like gardening Uh, and and by the way, gardening is kind of like an exercise activity, then you're really not losing anything because the the time you're spending on the garden, you're not spending that time in lieu of earning income, right? Uh, You know, if you're in a really tough situation and you have, if you're working two jobs and that's sort of, that's a whole nother situation, okay? Um, And, you know, I'm not speaking to that particular type situation. If that's your situation, you know, I don't know what to say. That's, That's a really tough situation to be in, and I have incredible sympathy for anyone in that situation. But I'm just speaking to the kind of of person I have these arguments with, a person with a nine to five job. Um, And uh, once they're done work, they they don't go do other work, right? They they go home, they watch TV, they Facebook, they have a meal, they go to sleep, um, you know, or whatever they do, chores around their house and that sort of stuff. Um, That's not time that you're getting paid for. So if you spend, you know, 15 or 20 minutes a day in your garden uh, during the summer months. Um, It's not like you're giving up thousands of dollars of potential income to go do that. That's just time that was really kind of not worth anything. Uh, Time no one was going to pay you for anyway. Um, And probably time you might have spent just uh, playing Candy Crush or some other pointless activity. Um, So if you're using that time a little bit productively, and I think part of the other perception is that um, keeping a garden is this ridiculous amount of work. When you use a, a permaculture approach to garden, it really isn't. I've talked about this numerous times on my show. Um, you know, I spend a good deal of my time um, during the summer just collecting food in my garden. There isn't a lot of work to do. And even in the spring, um, there isn't a lot of work to do. The, the most, the, I would say the busiest time of my year in my garden is the fall because I've got so much stuff coming out of there, I'm, I'm struggling to keep up with it. Uh, I have to preserve things, I have to store things, I'm trying to freeze things. Uh, there's sort of like that, that critical, um, uh, what's that called, a critical mass of, of things coming into ripeness. And it's a, it's a challenge sometimes to, to organize the, your diet so you can eat everything and so on. And, and other crops throughout the summer, there's sort of peak times. If you plant bush beans, you get a, you know, there's, there's a certain amount of bush beans that are too many to plant. Because uh, you, you can't eat them all, and it's, you know, almost every two days you're picking a big bowl of them, and you have to uh, blanch them and freeze them, or, 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 or can them, or do something with them. So all that stuff, that's the busiest time of my year. Not just weeding and watering and all that stuff. I don't I hardly spend any time at all watering, and I really don't we I, This time of year, late November, December... Uh, October, uh, when I'm putting gardens down for the winter, that's when I weed them. I don't bother with weeds in the summer. If, I mean, if I'm harvesting a plant, like, let's say I'm getting some kale for a meal, and I see a weed, right, I'll, I might pull it. Um, but for the most part, um, I, I leave a lot of them alone. Uh, recent videos I've, I've done shows I've got garden beds that are just uh, covered in weeds. That for the most part, the weeds really didn't affect the productivity because the soil is productive and the, the, the plants still get what they need. Um, and I just picked the weeds this time of year. Um, the soil is soft, so the weeds come out very easily. And often what I'll do with the weeds is just uh, pick them all and dig a little trench in the garden and bury the weeds and put the soil back on top. <laughs> and they just rot, and the worms eat them, and they become fertilizer. Anyway, I'm getting off topic here. So I had this conversation with this guy, and uh, it really said, I thought, man, i got to do an episode on this. I, I, I really want to see how this, this point of view stands up to the numbers. So... Working on the assumption that A, you're not a high-priced consultant, and every moment of your day uh, is not potential income you could be earning. (laughs) If that's your situation, then this argument isn't valid. But uh, assuming you're a person with a a job, and so many hours a day you work for someone, and the rest of the time is yours, and there's lots of things you could spend it on. um, Sure, you could get a second job or a part-time job, or you could put your energy into growing a garden that produces food, that offsets your grocery bill, right? Uh, so that's kind of the example I'm talking about. This this, this isn't making money, it's saving you money, which is, means that you, you'll have more of your income for other things, right? And the, what's the side effect of the time you spend in that garden? A little bit of exercise, a little bit of stretching, super healthy organic food, um, arguably better quality food than you could ever buy anyway. Um, so higher value food than you could possibly buy. Now, I'm going to talk about um, growing garlic um, the way I, I consistently recommend on the show, whereas you go to a garden center or you, you order online and you order um, certified seed uh, seed stock garlic. Um, the kind uh, I have for the most part of my garden is called Music garlic. That's the variety. There's different varieties. And uh, the idea is you, you you buy some of these seed garlic in the fall, and it's it's getting if you if you want to plant garlic, man, you're running out of time. <laughs> I always say that the, the, the right time to plant garlic, at least where I live, I'm in zone six, um, so uh, I would say it's between American and Canadian Thanksgiving. That's my so sometime between uh, uh, late uh, um, late October and, and late November, right? That window of time. If you plant them too early, the plants will sprout and they'll they'll poke their heads up above the soil, and it's really not that great for them. You want them, you want to plant them. Well, there's still enough warmth that they send out some roots, um, but it's not so warm that they start to grow, right? You want them to root a bit and then go dormant for the winter and then come back to life in the spring and grow. So uh, I, I planted some in the middle of October, or very, or actually closer to later October, and uh, I'm not sure if I did a video on that or not. Um, and I planted some three weeks ago as well, and it was kind of an experiment that I did, and I'll speak more to that later in this episode. And I've, I've, you know, dug around a little bit just to see if they've, germ- if they've sprouted and they have, so everything is, seems to be going along tickety-boo. So that's the idea with your garlic. You buy it in the fall, you plant it in the fall. Now, the example I'm gonna give here is a person that um, buys some garlic, they grow some garlic, the following year they harvest a certain amount of that garlic and they put a certain amount aside to replant. And every year they, they, har- they get more and they put a little bit more aside, and they get a little more back. And the value of all that over time. So let's start the example here. So uh, I'm talking about seed stock, music garlic. The price for them, uh, as far as I understand it, I just just bought some a little while ago, it's about $2.50 a head. That's the value of a head of music garlic, seed garlic, um, where I am. Um, For one of those cloves, or, or heads, you're going to get about five cloves per head. You might get six. It's rare you'll get four. You'll get about at least at least five cloves per head. So I'm going to use that. So 250 a head, five cloves per head. Um, so the price per clove is $0.50, cents, if you want to look at it that way. And the, the cost for 100 heads is uh, $50, if you want to look at it that way, right? If you wanted to grow uh, 100 heads of garlic, you'd have to buy $50 worth of seed garlic, right? Which would be... Uh, a lot So let's say you don't want to lay out $50, right? And I, I don't think you have to So let's say you do this a different way So it's your first year with garlic And this is kind of how I did it um, You buy four heads of garlic Okay, you go to the seat, you, know, you buy four So that's um, four heads of garlic um, That's eight bucks Or ten, sorry, ten dollars Ten dollars, right? So you, you lay out ten dollars, you get four heads of garlic and uh, the following year, when they come up, you get 20 heads of garlic, right? So from four heads of garlic, you were able to plant 20 garlic plants, you know, 20 cloves, and you get 20 heads. Let's say they all germinate, and usually they, most of them do. So you, now you've got, you, you started with four heads, now you've got 20 heads. Your cost was $10, and you got $50. The so 20 heads of garlic is worth $50, if we're, if we're looking at $2.50 per a price of two fifty dollars per head. So your $10 investment gave you a $50 return, or a $40 net return, if you want to look at it that way. That year, you eat 10 heads of garlic, and you save 10 heads of garlic, right? So you eat, you get back exactly what you paid for. You, you, you You bought four heads of garlic, you're gonna eat 10, and you're gonna save 10. Right, so right off the bat, you got your return back that year easily. You got more than twice back than what you, uh, in terms of what you're eating, you got more than twice back um, than what you bought. And you've got this surplus, 10, sorry, I'm going to put these, these numbers are all in the uh, show notes, so you can have a look along if you you really want to, or you can just trust me for this. Um, In the second year, you take the 10 heads of garlic you saved, and you plant those, and because we get about five, um, five cloves of garlic per head, the yield is going to be 50 heads of garlic. Now you haven't spent any money in year two. All you did was spend $10 in year one. It's year two now, you've planted 10 heads, the yield is 50 heads, the value of those 50 heads is $125, so your $10 investment now in the second year is a $125 return, right, or to put it another way, a net return of 115. And a cumulative net return of, of 115 plus the, the $40 net from the previous year. Um, so what's that, 155 So that's doing really, really well. Um, so that year, you've got $125 worth of garlic out of your garden. You uh, 50 garlic, 50 heads of garlic. You eat 25 of them. You put 25 aside, and they keep quite well. All you got to do is sort of dry them and just store them somewhere where they can get air with no sunlight, somewhere cool. They, they store just fine, like a cool garage works fine. Um, or if you've got a cold room, that's ideal. Um, you eat 25 of the heads, you put 25 heads aside. So now you've got 25 seed garlic. Um, so you, the following year, year three now, you're not laying out any money in year three, you're gonna take your 25 heads, you're gonna plant them. Uh, and what happens when you plant them? You get 125 heads of garlic from those 25, right? It's just five cloves per head. Each clove becomes a garlic. So now you've got 125 heads of garlic. And if we value those at 250 per head, um, that's 313, I think it's 312.5, but $313 worth of garlic in that year. You haven't spent a dime that year. All you did was spend $10 two, three years ago. Right? You have $313 worth of garlic. You eat 75 of the heads, you save 50 of the heads. Okay, you don't have to do it this way, but this is just the way I do the math. You eat 75, you save 50. So you got a nice yield now. Now this, these uh, 75 garlic might, might uh, keep you from having to buy garlic. It depends on how much garlic you eat. We eat a lot of garlic in my household. But 75 garlic probably take you up till Christmas, uh, up till you know, late December. Or, or longer, depends on how much you eat. We eat. We eat like a head of garlic a day sometimes. And I also use a, also use a lot of garlic in, uh, you know, pickles and preserves and things like that. So, that's year three. You've got 75 heads you ate, 50 you put aside. For year four, you plant 50 heads of garlic. The yield in year, year four is 250 heads of garlic. This is all coming from the $10 and the four garlic you, you started with, right? I mean, I can't think of too many investments that give these kind of returns, right? If, if I could put money in a bank, some sort of stock and have a return like this, I'd put everything I own into it. Um, so, the fourth year, you plant 50 heads, you get 250 heads back. The value of 250 heads of garlic at 250 of garlic is $625. That's a lot of money, right? And, of course, these are high-value garlic because they're completely organic, because you're growing them in your organic permaculture garden. They didn't take any work. I mean, to plant a 4 by uh, 10 garden of garlic for me, I can plant it, I can, which will take about 50 heads of garlic. I can plant that whole thing in about 15 minutes, and you don't do anything until you harvest it the next year. You don't weed it, you don't do anything. You put the garlic in the ground, You put a good mulch over top, walk away, leave it alone, it takes care of itself. Um, so, year four, you got $625 worth of garlic, you've got 250 heads. Um, you eat 175 heads of garlic. This is for people like me that need a lot of garlic. Um, And you save 75 heads all you got to do to save them is just dry them out a little bit You know put them somewhere where they get a bit of wind you save 75 heads Now year five because I think this is how many I'm not you know I'm not really there yet. I need about three I've figured out that I need at least 300 heads of garlic to eat in a given year because we eat so much garlic The ultimate goal is to never have to buy garlic again for the rest of my life. So year five You've got 75 heads of garlic as seeds that you saved from the previous year. You plant those in the, in the fall, and your yield is 375 heads of garlic. Right, 75 times 2.5. So year five, you plant 75 heads, you get 375 head yield. What's the value of 375 heads of garlic at 250 per, per head? 938 dollars. I mean, like a thousand bucks, right? Thousand dollars worth of garlic. Uh, if you were to buy, um, you know, that sort of high-quality organic garlic, that's the value of the garlic that you have uh, of, of grown in your garden. Um, so, or the value it would have cost to buy, right? So that year you eat 300 heads. You, you've grown 375, you eat 300 heads, and you save 75. So then going forward in perpetuity every year, you, you eat You know, you're going to grow about 375 heads every year. You're going to eat 300. You're going to save 75. And uh, hopefully that's enough garlic to last you. But that's an incredible amount of garlic, an incredible value, all coming from a $10 layout five years back. And you can jumpstart that whole thing and just buy a whole bunch of cloves in year one. It'll still be worth it, right? Because if you buy, um, let's say you bought 75 heads of garlic, right, times 2.5. That would cost $187 to buy 75 heads of garlic. But if you planted those, you'd get 375 heads back. Um, so you'd get much more value than the 187 you put in. So anyway, the argument that um, the garden takes more than it gives, that you don't get back what you put in, uh, that's ridiculous. At least where garlic is concerned, because it takes about 15 minutes to plant you know, your crop, or maybe a little bit more time let's, let's say an hour to plant all your garlic for one year. Let's say two hours to plant all your garlic. You spend two hours of your time and you get $938 worth of garlic. Um, that's a, that's two hours well spent <laughs> in my view. Aside from outside know, of the exercise and the high value of the nutrition, and all that sort of stuff. That's you're, you're going to save that much money on your grocery bill if you eat a lot of garlic, right? Um, now this conversation is a bit silly for anyone that doesn't eat a lot of garlic. Um, I guess you could also sell them in a farmer's market or whatever. I couldn't think of a better thing to grow and sell than garlic, especially if you've got like big, fat, beautiful ones that people want to buy and will pay top dollar for. Um, and that's the other thing, when you're saving your garlic, you save the, the biggest, fattest ones and um, you uh, you eat the smaller ones and the result of that is that uh, every year your garlic get a bit bigger And uh, and I, I can tell and I think I've done videos on this to show that um, the garlic I am using as seed garlic are much larger than the seed garlic I initially bought them with because I select for that quality every time I harvest I put aside my largest ones and replant them so again you're getting a better return because your garlic are getting bigger and better every year um, now you might say yeah 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 Greg I know that but uh, I can just buy Chinese garlic and they're uh, twenty-five for three Well, even if you do that, if you eat 300 a year, that's uh, gonna be at least $125 cost. So, um, that correct, yes, $125. So for $10, right, if you're patient, and you you use the approach I just laid out, for $10 you could grow that much garlic, so you're still saving uh, like, you know, $115, but you're also getting a much better quality garlic and also you've got the, uh, you know the garlic was, because gr- you grow it, uh, you know that it was grown in an environmentally conscious way. Um, you know that uh, it's uh, very nutritious because it's grown in your healthy soil. And uh, of course, you're also doing the ultimate sort of buy local thing. You're <laughs> getting it from your backyard. Um, so there's all those other sort of intrinsic uh, value type aspects to growing it yourself. So aside from the fact that it's still cheaper to grow your own than to buy the cheapest garlic there is in the world, um, you're getting better garlic as well. So even that argument, uh, given how little time it takes to to plant and grow garlic, it's it's a very, very... It's a zero-maintenance plant, really. Um, It's pest-free, as far as I can tell, and you don't really worry about weeds and all those other sorts of things. The garlic just sort of uh, fends for itself just fine. As long as you've got good, healthy soil, the garlic's going to do fine. Now, let's say... You know, times are really tough, and uh, you want to use—you uh, don't want to use certified seed garlic. You want to just use um, grocery store garlic, maybe some of the local stuff, because you know it'll handle your climate. Or maybe you want to roll the dice and try using the Chinese garlic or whatever. Um, I've had people tell me that you really run risks when you don't buy certified seed garlic because there's a chance that you could be bringing... Various pathogens like white rot into your soil, and, and that's a horrible thing to have happen It takes uh, well if you've got white rot in your soil You're basically under the garlic business because it takes years and years and years and years and years and years and years for that um, I think it's a fungus to uh, die because it just goes dormant and waits for more uh, plants of that uh, category to be grown in there so um, there's a risk um, and, you know, if, let's say you said, well, I'm going to use the Chinese garlic, or maybe you've got some process, you're going to take the garlic and soak it in some bleach or whatever. I don't, I don't really know uh, if those things are safe or not. Um, I just did a video, like the other day, where I did an experiment. I planted some Chinese garlic. I, I went on the assumption that Chinese garlic should be safe to plant in your garden, because everything I've read tells me they've been treated with... Bleached, they've been treated with uh, methyl bromide, I believe uh, i read that they're irradiated They scoop the roots out of them So there's no soil-borne pathogens wh- when they're in- imported So that should be a pretty safe garlic But the argument is that they're treated so heavily That the garlic will not sprout So uh, I did an experiment where I just took some cheap Cheap old Chinese garlic And I planted it in the ground um, yeah, I planted it, uh, I don't know, about second second week of November and uh, in the video I did a follow-up video where I dug up the area uh, something you know I did a little digging where I planted the garlic and that garlic sprouted uh, now I don't know if that garlic can take the winter here I don't know what latitude it was planted at uh, in China I don't really know but for a buck 25 I got three garlic and those garlic don't have five cloves per head those garlic have like 10 cloves per head so for buck 25 I got 30 cloves which is basically going to be 30 heads if they survive the winter i mean they could just freeze to death and die <laughs> it's very possible and if that's the case i'm out of buck 25 so I, I will follow up on that in the spring and see if, if they actually made it and I mean, it may be obvious whether or not they made it but uh what a cheap alternative holy smokes right but anyways i say that with all of those reservations uh all those disclaimers uh, in place that you know everything I've read you know, all the gardening gurus say use certified seed garlic. Don't use the other kind blah 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 so uh, Who knows? I mean most of them are sponsored by uh, Seed providers. I'm not sponsored by anyone right now anyway, so <laughs> i can sort to say whatever I want. <laughs> I have no sponsors um, So we will see it'd be great to see if uh, you know that actually works because uh, uh, also, it'd be interesting to see what how those garlic develop if I keep saving the largest ones. What are they, you know, what are those? What are they going to look like three or four years from now after I've been s- uh, perpetually selecting for uh, size and, and vitality and so on? It'd be interesting to see. Anyway, I think that'll do it for this week. I hope you found that informative and then we didn't get uh, too far down into the weeds with all the details and the numbers and so on. But um, you know, I thought it would be interesting to show. Uh, some people, a different way of thinking about gardening. Uh, you know, I enjoy being outside with uh, nature, and I enjoy the peacefulness of it, and I enjoy the, the fresh air and the exercise, and I enjoy the flavor of the food, and I enjoy all that sort of stuff. But I also enjoy the satisfaction of saving money using my garden. I really do. It's, it's part of the whole thing for me. It's just this great um, exercise self-reliance and self-reliance and frugality that, uh, for my personality, it really appeals to me. So, and I think it's useful once in a while to just sit down and ponder the numbers. Um, It just gives you a little bit more to go on uh, when you're thinking about, is this worth my time? You know, what am I getting back from this, if that's a concern. So, I think that will do it. I'm kind of lost without Dave to rein rein me in and (laughs) and tell me to shut up at the appropriate times. But uh, I want to thank everyone for listening and uh, for still tuning in uh we'll be back with another episode in a couple weeks and until then uh, get out there as i say in the videos get out there get at it and have fun in your gardening and thanks for listening